Welcome to Safe Space with Jess Poss, a growing and flowing vibe for the Soul Tribe. I'm Jess Poss, talking all things spirituality, personal development, life, and career, reminding you and myself to show up authentically in radical self-love. It is tough stuff, but worth the work. This episode was one of my favorites to record. Conversing with Crystal is like getting on a subwoofer and then immediately transporting into the cosmos. You are no longer on Earth. You are surrounded by magic and the whimsical uh, awe that is the universe. She she is like a fast plane ticket for me to get there, you know, and um, that says a lot because... You know your girl spends a lot of time thinking about other earthly shit. Crystal is um, not only an astrologer, but a self-proclaimed business bruja. And she has many gifts and talents that she offers to visionaries. So if you are in the market for, you know, getting an astrology reading, getting your uh, natal chart mapped out and explained to you and partnering with her in that spiritual way you can connect with her at crystalyabor.co alternatively if you're like i'm into the astrology but i'm really interested to hear more about her graphic design business you can connect with her at that website too crystal is an expert brand strategist and visual designer she has a love for beauty and connection she dedicates herself to designing brands creating systems and building strategies that empower the client she is working with at a deep spiritual level if you want to you can book a free consultation with her around how she can help you with your business vision or your business transition I am wishing all of you the most magical 2-2-2-2022 this week. Um, The universe (laughs) scheduled and rescheduled this interview three times. And it's just so uh, cosmically comedic how she does be like that sometimes. Um, The first time we recorded, it was so it was great. It was like two full hours of conversation. Um, but for whatever uh, technical human error reason on my part, <laughs> the recording did not record Crystal's voice, only mine. So we rescheduled and then weather was weathering and knocked her power out and mine for a minute. So we couldn't record. And then third time's charm. We connected, um, Saturday, so you're getting this fresh, hot off the presses, and everything was in flow, and we hit every single topic we intended to and more, and I love getting those hits from the universe, or whatever you call it, getting those moments where you're like, oh my god, we are having this moment, me and you right now, super connected, Uh, you can't see it, right? It's only, you know what I'm talking about because it's an experience you've had. When you have those moments with people, that to me is proof that 
There's so much beyond us that we can't explain. You can't explain the feeling in your body of that connectedness when you're both reciprocating that energy. There's an an exchange, right? That fluid um, back and forth where you're in flow, you lose track of time. Um, That's so special. And it's something that we often overlook if we are caught in the hamster wheel of life and it's so easy right to get caught up in that I was in it last week I had to like consciously catch myself Wednesday and be like dude you're doing it again like your perfectionism is showing and you said you're gonna leave that in Costa Rica and that's okay that's human what's what is important is to catch it when it's happening and hop off the wheel and remember oh yeah I'm a human being not a human doing And when we do that, we open ourselves up to so much more beyond work emails and texts and to-do lists. I hope that um, if nothing else from this episode, you get like a chuckle, um, you're entertained, and maybe just like keep your eye out for some magic this week. And for everyone listening, I really appreciate you and love you. This is such a very special, fun project to me. And for everyone participating in it, I I can't tell you the level of like love and gratitude I feel when I get DMs or texts or um, friend requests from people listening and then sharing their feedback and what stuck out to them from the episodes or conversations. Because it oftentimes... Um, You guys are telling me things that I might have either missed or not really thought more about or, or you're ringing, you're ringing another alarm in me. You're like holding up a mirror for me. So just know that I'm so, I'm just so grateful. And, um, this is so fun and so meaningful to me to be able to have these really in-depth, purposeful, um, life enhancing conversations It's so important to me. It's this vital piece of living for my mind that um, I, a personal need that I've, I've kind of kept at bay, right? Or I would just, I'd dip in here and there and, and I'm not doing that anymore. I'm like letting myself, letting it be known. Like this is the kind of conversations I love last week my conversation with Aja like the depth that first interview with Lewis Powell the freaking depth oh my god and magic like these people are bringing me um such a fulfillment inside I have to give a special thanks to everyone who lets me interview them even on my Instagram live same thing like these are conversations that um are food for my soul just needs these conversations and um i'm so grateful to have found strangers friends acquaintances colleagues new and old um to have them with and thank you for listening because you are just as much a part of the this soul food to me as every other part have a great magical week and you will hear from me again Oh my God, at the start of March, when I will be turning 36 years old. Okay, thank you so much. Talk soon.
Crystal, thank you so much for joining me again. Oh, of course. I'm so happy to be here again because I could talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> I really could. So last time we we recorded and it was um, amazing, like the depth and breadth of everything we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, and then just like the universe is very funny, only my voice was recorded. <laughs> and then when we tried to record this yesterday the wind knocked out your power and yeah. momentarily mine so this is like a very third time's a charm third three is my number oh, mine too man. is it yeah that's my lucky number no joke yeah that's three is so my lucky number. why why is that your lucky number the trifecta so i always think of everything body mind spirit yeah. you know mm -hmm. all the different ways that plays into our lives that's and so funny. i love the number three it just feels like complete to me it feels perfect i really Balanced. I love that. So, um, a professor I had it in college um, told us she like leaned on the science side of things, science side of things. She yeah. said that she asked us a question. She's like, "What kind of table is the most perfectly balanced table?" Yeah. I went to school for education. I just want to be very clear that like I was going to teach elementary school. I didn't. I needed no information about tables stability. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and the answer was three. For some reason, like a three-legged wow. table is the most perfectly balanced of all the kinds of tables. And like that's as much math and like science I can give you. Yeah, that's all I need. But like, like yeah, me, and I'm like, yeah, that's that yeah. Makes sense. You're like, like of course it does. Of course it. Of course, yes. Yeah. But it's no, like that. that's always been my three has always been my number. And then when she oh. said that, I was like, whoa, that's so wild. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, the universe is always. Talking. I love these. Mm -hmm. Drop, drop little. I feel. I feel like we've been having that. We were just. We were just discussing just the mm -hmm. synchronicities, all the things coming up, and I just feel like there's so many little connection points that are just like there's little zaps, like just reminding <sighs> you, like yep, yep, like keep, keep doing it. That's exactly. It is a zap because it's yeah. like uh, sometimes we'll right, we'll get a tingle. Sometimes we'll get yeah. like it jolts you where you're like, whoa, did they just say that? Or like, did I just yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. It's, it's always and like, you like make a mental note. You're like, okay, like that, you know. Yep. And I love writing it down, just being like, hey, like, because then you have a list, and you're just like, look at all this, all these things that are really lining up. Do you know? I know you'll believe this, but it's just so crazy yeah. that you just said that because this, yeah. you know, before we started recording, right? We were talking about how amplified everything is this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, at some point this week, I like asked for a very specific sign. Yeah. And like within minutes, Rose and Reed FaceTime me. Oh. And um, I, I asked for a very specific type of color. He was wearing it on his feet in like oh their monotone apartment, right? Yeah. I kept yeah. being like, what colors? What color are your socks? Is it an orange or is it like a red? Like, what, <laughs> I'm like, which side is it leaning on, Rose? She's like, why are you asking about his socks? Um, and I'm sure once you told her, she's probably like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's so funny how everything just feels like it's really lining up. What I, color was it? Out of curiosity. It was, I specifically in my meditation said, I was like, I it needed to be the brightest red where like, I cannot question it. So then, of course, I'm yeah. like, is it orange or red, Rose? Tell me what color the socks <laughs> are. Tell me. And I'm like, Reed, show me your socks. And he, like, picks up his feet and goes, caterpillar. And I'm like, oh I'm like, what? And she's like, it's hung hungry, hungry caterpillar mm. themed socks or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. And, like, I was DMing with this 
person, um, this like uh, intuitive on Instagram talking about this stuff. And she's like, do you write it down when it happens? And you just said that. That is so weird. And I was like, no, I don't write it down. Now I will. And yeah. she just said it to me last night. And you just said that now. Man, it, the universe is just like, it drills things home. For even like, like you know how you, I know we're going to keep bringing these things up. That's okay. Not, you called me honey bunny. And I was yeah. like, this is weird. Because literally a couple of days ago, I was talking about my rabbit from when I was like nine or 10. I had her for like 10 years. Like I had her for so long. And I was talking about her with Nick. I'm seeing my friend today for the first time since, unfortunately, she lost her rabbit. She had, you know, we both had, you know, she had her rabbit for a very long time. And, like, she lost her rabbit. And when you said that, I was just like, this keeps coming up. Like, this, like, rabbit, this, like, wow, be funny. But, like, I still haven't made sense of it. I haven't really, like, broken Mm -hmm. it down. But I'm like, okay, like, let me think about what, you know, was going on in that time in my life or what rabbits represent. And there's so many ways that you can connect with universe with other people all these little connection points that just Mm -hmm. like really make you feel like okay even if shit is like going crazy and even if things feel chaotic like it grounds you like it's just like here i am here i am Mm. you know it's so and i mean like what a perfect segue right that is essentially astrology world right we're allowing ourselves to be open to what is there and what's in front of us if we choose to see it right exactly and just really opening yourself up to like that's why i love astrology too because it's like just that breaking down of of like what's going on for you currently what's going on for you in the past what's going on in the future Mm -hmm. and like that you know past present future that trifecta too like that's such a nice that's like you know it just brings it all home and just maintaining that like you know, that curiosity about what's coming up and just being open to exploring when something is coming up without losing yourself in it. So like mm-hmm. never going too far in the past or too far into the future where you're feeling, you know, any right. sort of way right. and just keeping that really grounded presence, but knowing that you can still, you know, dive into the whys and, you know, everything going on in your life. So And like what a pivotal time, right, for everyone to could you know some people have like believed in this forever right i'm like coming in the last few years i've like come back around to it i I had like a couple years where i was like i believe in nothing i believe in science i you know like fuck everything yeah and then it just takes like one life incident for you to be like oh my god i am i am nothing in this sea of everything yeah Yeah. shakes the whole foundation yep yeah yeah so how did you um you're a woman of many talents and um just a just a beautiful high priestess which is like the highest compliment i can give someone that's my that's my favorite card and that is also like that is so weird you say that because that is like my favorite card out of the entire like that just feels like very thank you so much oh my god of course that's literally that's my favorite card of the deck Wow. I'm like, this is very, so, yes, this is. Int- we got this, like, this <laughs> thing going on. I don't know what, but I love it. All right. I love it. No, I love it. So tell tell me and everybody, like, yeah. how did you get into astrology? Like, your what's your story here? Yeah, yeah. So I was always drawn to, like, 
kind of like, you know, that mystical stuff. As a kid, let me just lay it out there. I was maybe like eight years old doing seances. You know, I had lost. <laughs> I just went for it. I lost an uncle. You know, I was like, let me call him back from the dead. Let me put candles around. Let me. I love this. And my earliest memory of that, like of, of doing this sort of, you know, seance was me and my mom and my older brother in my in my childhood bedroom and the lights were off, the candles were lit. I was doing a seance. My brother and my mom actually started crying because they saw a face on the wall. And then I was crying. It was like a really like yeah. that experience really, really, really shook me because it was like I just I was it's weird how I got into it. I actually got into it because of you know the movie Chucky, like Child's yeah. Play. Yeah. How he would do the mm-hmm. he would, so that whole thing. I saw that very young on accident because my neighbor thought that it was like Chucky from Rugrats. <laughs> so that like that started my journey. <laughs> that movie. And then and then do, being interested in practicing these sort of things. And then from there, you know, it turned into I found out about astrology. I found out, you know, um, on top of that, my background um my dad's from cuba and his family is really into um especially my, unfortunately you know my abuela she passed but she was really into espiritismo mm-hmm. and so she would have you know an altar and so i also practice that where you basically um you know you speak with people who have passed and other spirits um like ancestors who have passed mm-hmm. you lead them offerings and um she was also into astrology. My dad's cousin is a professional astrologer in New York City. So, wow. you know, these are things I found out later in life, but I always felt called to it on my own accord as a child. And then when I found out, you know, the background with my family, I was like, okay, like I, it feels very meant to be, you know, that I'm going to keep going deeper. So I did. I just kept researching and practicing and you know you start doing your chart and then you do your friends charts mm-hmm. and then you start doing you know people you people at a party you don't know and you're like let me run your chart and you just <laughs> you jump in and you just go for it and I love it so that's how yeah that it's, was my beginning it's so fascinating um there's that your story is so layered you know like an onion there's just so much in there um first thing is like when you describe that seance with your brother and your mom um, well, I kept thinking, I, you know, I was just reading, I'm reading conversations with God right now and it just keeps, wait a second. What? I literally have that book on my desk right now. That's so funny. Crystal. Yes. That <laughs> is so weird because that is one of my favorite books. Literally. I know no one can see me, but literally I had it on my desk and I haven't read it in a while. I read it several years ago. My aunt recommended it. I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, you. I love this. So like, so keep going. Oh. oh gosh, it's just so, so funny. Weird. It's just so funny, and it's like a, it's like extra with you this week, the last two weeks for me. I know, I know. Um, so like you were describing that seance and how there was like the three of you, and in conversations with God, you know, he would, they were describing the power of um thought when it comes to creation, and how when there's more than one person sharing a thought, you know, think like church, even though I'm not, you know. But like the concept of congregation and the power of like, you know, even like meditation, right? The more of us meditating, my fingers are like tingling, like the more of us thinking the same thought or, or, you know, Buddhism or like humming the same mantra. Um, 
it's supposed to like, you know, magnify what you are intending. And it was three of you. Yep. It was three. Yeah. It was the three of us. And it's just so weird. Yeah. And I love that you brought up this book because this book was very pivotal for me. And like, I was, I was at, I would say a darker time in my life. I was younger. I was like, you know, very early twenties, late Mm -hmm. teens. I don't even remember exactly when I started reading it, but, um, it shook me, you know, like I, I was very much so I was atheist, you know, I was, I was like, I don't believe in anything. Like if anything, maybe astrology and the dead, I believe in the dead. definitely. But I didn't so much believe in like some, like, you know, traditional Mm -hmm. God religion, et cetera. And -hmm. not necessarily saying I do now, but like, I, I, the concept of like this omnipresent, like Mm -hmm. connection between people, the universe, all of these connection points, I really, you know, this book, that book was a very pivotal um, point for me in my belief system, definitely. So. I believe it. And it's, it's so funny how it's, um, you're like the fourth person I've talked to about it in the last few weeks. But my dad for, you know, I was raised Roman Catholic, like went to Catholic school my whole life. Um, my Dad went to Catholic, the same Catholic school I went to. JP's okay. mom went to the same Catholic schools I went oh, to, wow. like yeah. whole le- like high like like elementary school, middle school, high school. You know, um, even through college, I was in a Catholic school. Um, and you know, you get to a point right where, however you're raised, you get to a point of rebellion. And I like started unraveling the 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 bullshit side of Catholicism yeah, and religion in general, right? Um, and as I was unraveling in my twenties, a few times, my dad, you know, we always have philosophical conversations about like life and purpose and meaning since I was like a kid and he was like, you should really read conversations with God. And it was just the title alone triggered me. Right. I'm like, no, I'm done with that. Like, you don't even get me dad. I'm like, so over it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, and now like years and years and years later, um, he ended up just gifting it to me when I lived in my last place, never read it. Just, I would just like bring up stuff I was reading or like thinking about, or like evolution of thought. And he'd be like, that's in conversations with God over and over until I, I go on my ayahuasca trip. I come home and I'm like, I have to read that book. (laughs) I'm like, I need God. I have to read that book. Oh man. I love it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, uh, this is just beautiful how it all really does like all these little things, you know, yeah. mean something. Yeah. It so, really is. so you said, um, espiritismo, you're, you're a well practice. Can we talk just like a little bit about that? Like what it is, what it means, definitely. like origin. Definitely. Definitely. So it's a mix of several different religions. Um, it's in, you know, it's very popular in Cuba, Puerto Rico, in, um, you know, Latin American countries, and it's a mix of, um, for the most part, and, you know, I don't want to speak on this too, too out of turn, meaning, you know, I only know so much. Sure. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to learn as much directly from my abuela. I had to do a lot of internet research because she, you know, she only spoke Spanish. I'm not 100% fluent. Mm-hmm. You know, I can make my way around, but she also passed when I was much younger. So basically, it's a mix of... Um, Christianity to some degree, you know, Catholicism even. And um, then also um, African, um, 
religions, uh, not religions, but belief systems, you know, the Yoruban culture and also, um, you know, Caribbean belief systems. And so things like Santeria and all that kind of stuff, it touches on all those sort of belief systems and it, it, it brings them all together. Um, you know, the fact that it was brought to be what it was, was a huge, it was a huge part of it was because of, um, uh, what's the word? Basically when people were coming together in Cuba, they had to find a way to practice their beliefs without, um, being reprimanded for it. And so they would use things like Catholicism to cover up, um, their other practices such as Santeria and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And wow. so it, it came from that. And, um, you know, so the, the start of it was, was based in, um, you know, in that sort of thing. And so after that, um, basically people would use this and they would have figures such as like the, you know, the Virgin Mary or, and they would, it would represent something else, you know, within their culture. And so, um, that all kind of coming together, the basis of it is um, communing with spirits and providing offerings to ancestors and other spirits, depending on, you know, which spirit you're calling to and putting those offerings on an altar. And from there, it's a matter of asking for, you know, blessings in your life. And, um, you know, there's so many different branches and there's so many different ways I've seen it practiced and it's just I love the concept of intention around it I love the concept of connection with your ancestors I love you know all of that all of that kind of stuff and it really is such a beautiful practice and so um you know I try to take bits and pieces from that and find ways to implement it in my own life and yeah that's beautiful I had no idea. That's so interesting. The second you said Santeria, my ears were like all the way up. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. It's definitely the more that's the more known, you know, especially in, in uh, the Caribbean, like the more known yeah. practice. And I, it's it's a very I love like even reading just on Santeria alone. Like it's very such an interesting and yeah. beautiful, you know. And it gets like a bad rap. Same thing with voodoo. Like it gets a bad yeah. rap. And I, um, that's like a whole other episode, right? But, oh, of course. Yeah, like why? And, yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. A, a friend of mine, we went to Haiti. She has this nonprofit, yeah. um, Travel and Give. Follow them on Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah. We went to Haiti for this trip, this um, service trip. You know, we yeah. the, the nonprofit services, orphanages down there in schools. And that's where I like, and that's like, I was in my 30s. And that, that's where I learned like voodoo has so, it's a beautiful like dynamic um belief system and it has such a bad misinterpreted rap i'm like wow there's like 100 it really does there's i'm not going to remember the name right now because it was very long ago i saw this but there's a documentary um and i'll i'll give it to you at the end so you can link it but it's you know it's all about that it's all about you know the way that it became so villainized and you know the breakdown of it because it really is you know it serves such a powerful purpose in, you know, in the culture and it's just the way that it's thought about and spoken about and all that sort of stuff, like does no justice. Yeah. But. Villainized is the perfect word. It, it yeah. uh, even Santeria, like villainized, yeah. um, yeah. anything. And I, and it's, 
this to me ties into astrology, right? Like there is this underlying fear, regardless of the belief system or practices, there's always like an underlying fear people have. I think when they just have no fucking idea about it, you know, you're a hundred percent right. It is always, it's so funny you say that too. Actually, I saw, I saw this, um, on, on an Instagram account, I follow, um, this pra- uh, practitioner was speaking on fear and creativity and just this connection between when you let fear rule, how much it stifles your own creative energy. And I was like, damn, like that's exactly mm. when I think of creativity, when I think of, of like being open and the freedom mm-hmm. of it and just being open to different things, whether that's culture, belief systems, anything when fear is leading your, you know, your perspective, your decision-making, it just closes you off so much from so many things. It's so true. It, it is the self-limiting belief. Yeah, 100%. Ugh. 100%, yeah. So when it comes to astrology, how, yeah, you know, yeah. we started talking about what it is, right? Yeah. What, um, what can astrology be used for? And, like, for people who don't know, like, what's a nice, like, little summary with a bow on it and like how we can use it in our in our life i really like using astrology i think it's very powerful when you use it to map out your patterns and your tendencies and so basically what that means in a nutshell would be you know let's say you you know somebody has a um they constantly feel like they need to have control you know, whatever that means, Mm -hmm. whatever part of their life, but they just, they just feel like this is limiting them in some way. Right. And they're wondering why, what do I do about this? You know, let's say they look into astrology and they go, Oh, I have this placement in my chart, you know, and you're reading about it. You're like, Holy shit. Like, that's exactly how I feel. My, you know, my, let's say Mercury and Virgo or Mars and Virgo, Virgo is a generally, you know, can be a controlling sign, um, depending on how it's, you know, played out, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's the kind of thing that how can you take that and how can you alchemize it so it's not ruling your life, but it's a tool, meaning that, you know, let's see, who needs a lot of control, like a surgeon, a surgeon needs to be very controlled in their mannerisms, they need to be, you know, so basically just taking these things that you might feel are a negative character flaw about yourself, and figuring out ways how you can transmute them into a tool and figuring out ways you can then navigate your life to use these points in yourself that maybe you feel shame about or you feel like are a negative quality um and just turning that around for yourself so i really like using astrology to you know figuring out you know patterns within people and how they can get the most out of that pattern i love how you've positioned all of that because uh especially using the term alchemizing because it truly is um when we approach belief systems this way as a means to alchemize as a as a means to go in and understand ourself better it yeah. gives us an opportunity to not be in in this like you can be scared but you don't have to be so shameful yeah. of that shadow and like this Definitely. um this method i'm like trying this mindset i'm adopting it since rhythmia has been like your shadow side your dark side you know we always equate it to bad right evil and it's like your a shadow is simply where you have not shown you have not flashed light on it 
-hmm. It's just a place that does not have light on it. And we're afraid of it because we don't know what it looks like with light on it. But then when you put light on it, it's not so bad. Like it's. That's exactly, that is the exact. I love that. I love that you brought up shadow too, because that's such a powerful, powerful point. Like just having something that, you know, maybe you were taught to feel that it was shameful or that you should be embarrassed or that you should hide it or you should repress it. Um, Being able to realize that that's actually, that's probably one of your most powerful features. Like that could actually be just untapped potential. Like having having that, you know, that ability to, to let go of the fear and to, to shine light on it, like you said, and face it all head on like that is just, it opens up so many doors. Oh, I just love that. And so, so if we start approaching or looking at astrology this way, right, as a yeah, tool yeah. for us, I like how you said that before, a tool for us to understand ourselves better, a tool for us to choose, like, how can I navigate these waters since I yeah. know myself so much better now, right? Yeah. It takes that scary. It takes that like, you know, oh, this is like witchy. And it's like, yeah. What's so wrong about being witchy? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What um what <laughs> what common mis- misconceptions do you typically see when it comes to astrology since we're kind of in that space already? Yeah, yeah. So I would say the first, you know, the most common is going to be when people think to read their chart means to look at their sun sign. So, you know, you go on most it could be really, you know, newspapers talk about it, you know, magazines talk about it and you might go straight for your sun sign that's the first thing where you actually want to read your rising sign your ascendant Mm. and because that's actually what a horoscope is written for so let's say the sun moves into pisces and your pisces the the chart let me break it down real quick the chart is made up of 12 houses Mm -hmm. so each house is represented by a sign so if the sun is moving into pisces in your second house that's going to make a big difference compared to if the sun was moving into Pisces and you have Pisces in your sixth house. Mm -hmm. So basically the idea is that when you read your rising sign, your rising sign is your first house. So it dictates the rest of your houses. Mm, That's the leader. When people, yeah. When people write about an astrology reading for somebody or, you know, for a sign, you generally, you can also read it about the sign. Like it kind of has a little bit of an influence, but it's, it's, you want to read your ascendant sign. So that's really the first, because people are like, oh, I read my sun sign. You know, it made no sense. Like, that's not how I feel. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm going through. And it's like, no, you want to read your, your rising. That's going to tell you. So many people, and I'm like one of them, right? When I used, I loved reading horoscopes with my grandma when I was little. Oh my God. Like yeah, loved, loved, yeah. loved. Um, and then, like, I got to a point where I was like, none of this makes fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, this is all just... Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm like, I want you to make sense, and you just don't. And yeah. literally, within, like, the last few months, I, I just learned that. Like, read for your rising. Read for your ascending yeah. sign. And how that's, like, how we present, right? Like, to the yeah. outside world. Yeah. Once yeah. I learned that, I was like, oh, my God. That's why you're so... That's why you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it makes so much sense now. The rising sign is the game changer. Like when you read that, you're like, holy shit. That is exactly like, it just, it it really lines things up like that. Definitely. So yeah, I mean, I would say that's definitely the biggest misconception. And, you know, other than that, it's like a lot of people, this whole idea that, you know, you get your, 
your chart and basically you just go um you know like you're stuck in it meaning that mm-hmm. like you see what's in your chart and you're like okay this is the rest of my life like i have no choices i have no that's not how it works there's always free will right. and it's also i think more a matter of picking up on your own tendencies and patterns and being able to navigate those tendencies and patterns and really just like self-help, like just getting to know yourself better versus like, Oh my God, when I'm, you know, 40, I'm going to get into like a huge car accident. It's like, no, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work that way where it's so black and white. And so, you know, so that's, that's another misconception I've seen where I think it's a lot more nuanced and um, much more of a tool than it is a binding, you know? Ooh, I like that. It's more of a, it's a tool not like a death sentence exactly yeah so definitely yeah i love that um you bring up self-help because like you know talking about getting to know ourselves and shadow and how i brought up to my therapist last year i'm like oh you know she's she was spiritual too and like maybe i'm not supposed to know that but i know she was like down with it all yeah um But I was like, you know, I'm like practicing shadow work in preparation for this trip. Have you ever heard of it? And she's like, yeah, in psychology, we just call it inner child work or like trigger work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. So there's yeah. like science here, too. I'm not crazy. She's like, nope, yeah. that she's like, that wouldn't make you crazy. That's not. No. <laughs> it's a hundred. And it's so bad. Like when you look at, you know, ages zero to seven, like that's like that's your foundation. Yes. That's your your conditioning. That's your. 100%. It's the program. It's all the programming. Even yeah, like yeah. in utero, right? Like Oh yeah. It's yep. um it's just so amazing. So uh, yeah. so for people like interested, right, in astrology yeah. and like okay, like I'm biting. I what um what might be something like aside from getting to know yourself and understanding yourself, right? Are there any other beneficial aspects to astrology and like other, it's so fun, obviously. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I would say, yeah. I mean, navigating relationships because then you can kind of, you know, you can figure out somebody else's, you know, their patterns too and understand why, you know, they kind of do the things they do. And it's, once again, it's not always so black and white, but it does kind of give you a lens into somebody else's patterning. And if you, you know, if you're going to kind of jive with that, or if it's going to, you know, feel, you know, like you're pushing up against the tide, like you want it, you Mm -hmm. know, to feel like in flow. And so I think it's really good for that. It's really good for, you know, mapping out your year even. That's one thing I really love to do is so figuring out like the moons where they're shining when you have a full moon or a new moon where it shines in your chart. So which house it lights up and it gives you a focus. Like, what do I need to let go of right now? Do I need to let go of something in regards to my creativity or romance, like my fifth house, or do I need to let go of something, you know, in regards to old family patternings and like generational trauma in my fourth house, you know, so you can kind of use them, um, these points to have a focus on, Mm -hmm where you need to be working on in yourself. And I really like it for that too. So just like future planning and past healing. So it's um, what I'm hearing is right. Like it's very, it, it allows for more intentional exploration Mm -hmm. and more intentional living. Right. Like I love that, that you map out the year. I didn't even know that about using seeing where the moons are and how that affects your chart you just like blew my brain when you said that and as you were saying that the the sun was hitting you in such a way 
that it was like really? a, yeah like a straight um light yep oh my god and i'm like oh it's like oh wow yeah you see it now wow and like i was just Funny. explaining to my brother this morning like yeah. a, what reiki is basically <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm like i'll just like open up your crown chakra and we're gonna like let the light pour right in it's just gonna like imagine like milk just being poured right in he's like i, I already, like as you do that i already feel yeah. I remember you. I gotta look into that too. That what you posted about you doing Reiki. Oh yeah. So much, so much, Jess. I gotta. Um, We are. We are stepping into a new. It is a new Jess, new year, new address, new Jess. I cannot even. Yeah. um, I'm so excited for like what's to come with this. I have like you know I'll tell you after, but I have like inner workings of like my Mm. plan. I love it. But yeah, the sun just hitting you. I was like, oh my god. So we're using a lot of um, astrology terminology, right? Like sun, moon, rising, ascendant, houses. Can we talk a little bit about like, what's that mean? Like what's a sun sign? What's a moon sign? What's a rising sign? And like, let's throw in Venus too, because she's fun. Oh yeah, we love that Venus. All right, perfect. No, I definitely, so my go-to comparison, which I didn't come up with it, but it is my go-to. And it's basically taking astrology and using psychology terms to really, actually what you just said too, how you're- yeah. Your therapist was saying that um, shadow can be the same thing as your inner child. Mm -hmm. So I like to use that because it makes it a lot more tangible and practical to understand. Yeah. Basically, the sun, moon, and rising represent our ego, our id, and our super ego consecutively. So the sun would be our ego, the um, moon moon sign would be our id, and then the rising would be our super ego. So um, with the sun... It's basically our conscious awareness, like our sense of self, you know, as our ego. And then the moon being our unconscious self. So our most primal instincts, our, you know, reactions. And then the rising, it's our ideal self. And one, the rising I love so much because I really, I saw a breakdown once of it where someone basically explained it as um, when you're a child, And, you know, if you believe in spirit babies or being called to certain parents, you know, reincarnation, all that kind of stuff. So this idea that, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, you know, that you call in certain energies, like Mm -hmm. as a parent, when you have a baby and the baby picks you and you pick the baby and it's this mutually, you're learning lessons, you're a mirror for each other. And and so the ascendant is basically what your parents needed from you when you were a child. And so if you you know, if you're of a certain ascendant sign, you're going to be mostly that ascendant sign for the beginning of your life because mm-hmm. you, that kept you safe, that pleased yes. your parents. That was, that was what they needed. And it just, you know, as you get older, you actually get closer to your sun sign. So you get closer to, you know, that sense of self and all of that. So I really, I think that you know, it rang very true for me, like when I first discovered that. And ever since I've just really like, I look at people's charts. And I, you know, I, I see that breakdown, you know, what did your parents need? What kept you safe? Yeah, that that's that serving you. You, so. you just saying that I'm like, Oh, yeah, this like, again, makes total sense. Like, so I'm a, I'm a Pisces sun, and I'm a, uh, an Aries rising, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I initially like read, and you know, when you start reading this, yeah. reading up on this, for me, I'm a, ve- I'm a, I'm a nerd. Like I can consume information at like rapid speed, but I with this, for that, yeah. whatever reason, I really needed to like, 
I was like, you have to read and then like digest because I could not consume at the rate I normally would. Um, but like what I took from that, I was like, oh yeah, I, this makes total sense. I present as Aries, right? Like fiery and like in charge and leader whole life. Yeah. But like, but also like real quick to, um, like once the camera's off, once no one's looking, once I'm at home, like bawling, I'm just like Mm -hmm. cleansing myself of energy. I'm like this, I just have to do this to make it all go away. Yeah. Yeah. But now you describing it this way takes it like a step further. And I'm like, I'm a leader and I'm fiery and I'm very decisive and I'll, I'll likely use my voice to stand up for someone else before I stand up for myself. Mm. Since I was a kid, yeah, as the oldest child, yep, babysitting, you know, it's so crazy to say like how old I was when I started babysitting. Like that would yeah. never be okay now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like you, you know, too. yeah, like nine yeah. years old going on twenty nine years old, and I'm like, yep. they they did need that. My yeah. parents did need a me to be like that and it makes so much sense it's crazy how it really like when you start to lay it out and then you know in your chart even like if you look so you're an aries rising and then you're opposite so your first house your rising is your sense your it's like you know your super ego that's like you but if you go to the other the other end your seventh house is libra and that's your relationships so it's like it's just a totally different yeah. And that's what it makes me, when you say you stand in front of the people, like, it makes me think of, like, that justice in your yeah. life. Yeah! for other people. That Libra. Yep. Oh that God. is funny. That is, like, that is exactly, that's why I, everything is a spectrum within astrology. Mm-hmm. So, like, 12 houses, right? Each house has an opposite. You know, Virgo's opposite of Pisces. Aries opposite of Libra. Mm-hmm. They have very similar qualities, meaning they're on the same spectrum, but they show up in two totally different ways. Mm. If you look at let's say a Virgo and a Pisces, like that's kind of like this the aspect of control, boundaries, where someone starts and the other, you know, where you start and the other person ends, like that kind of stuff. Like, right. you know, service and yeah. All that kind of stuff. So you're a Virgo, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Virgo. And I'm Pisces, that's so funny. And you're Pisces. I get I love Pisces. That's like I feel like I you know I don't know if you noticed this too, but generally a lot of of certain signs come into your life maybe even if it's not the sun sign like you might not realize but there might be somebody you you really get along with you're like wow i i generally call in this sign but this person's a you know whatever uh taurus or something but then you find out that they have a stellium meaning a lot of planets in one sign in the sign that you generally call into your life and so it's just like oh holy shit like i didn't expect that like you just like me you know i'm starting to think i'm like oh this it's funny that i haven't like cross that line yet where I'm like, Hey, texting my friends, like, Hey, send me your birth time, call your mom, get it. I need the time and I need the, and I need the town. But it's like, I I always tell people, um, well, I used to say this, it rid me of this, this one woman, Benna, we like connected really hard, really fast, like both New York souls. Um, and she's a cancer. And I was like, Oh my God, my three best friends who are all from different places. Yeah. All three of them are cancers. Wow. And what's interesting is of the three of my three best friends who are cancers, all three yeah. show up so entirely different from the other. Mm-hmm. I'd be so curious to see that breakdown of yeah. like the right and signs and all that. Actually, I don't think you ever met her, Penny. No, I don't think you guys ever met. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you I will any. at some point, I'm sure. But like yeah. Rose and Penny, like, yeah. Oh my God, white on rice. They upon first meeting. Yeah. Um, 
I just did Penny's the other night. She's the only friend I've, I've done. Well, I did Charles too. Penny, listen to this. Yo. Cancer, sun, Scorpio yeah. moon, Scorpio rising. Oh my God. Yeah, see that water. I was like, you're you- the water, wateriest. Every, yeah, as ever. And you, you too, you have like, mm-hmm. I have your chart up here actually. You have a lot of water. A lot of water, yeah. You have a lot of Pisces. Yeah. A whole lot of Pisces. You're Scorpio moon. I'm Scorpio moon. Yeah. Baby. That's like, whenever I meet someone <laughs> with a Scorpio moon, I'm like, okay, oh, this, this is like, we're going to Yeah. Last time, so last time we were recording, yeah. you know, Crystal was telling me about the seance. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Because yeah, in, yeah. in middle school, for me, you know, I'm like a little older than you guys, but like the craft, the movie The Craft came out. Nev Campbell, my scream queen, lover to death. That came out when I was in middle school. And me and my a handful of friends, we would like have the craft days. I love it. Where we would like make spells, yeah. cast spells, like. And I remember something happened in school the following week after we like we like lit some paper on fire, like called the four corners. We don't know what you know, like we You, you opened a portal, you just, Yeah, like you you're yeah. you're like I, I held a seance with my I called my mom and brother in, like this sounds like so beautiful and structured. We're like four Catholic school girls, we have no fucking idea what we're doing. We're like, love Nev Campbell. Okay, we go outside, light some paper yeah. on fire. But something happened that week at school and one of the girls was yeah. like do you think it was because of the spell? And I was like, no. But like, you know, like as a kid, you're like, shut up. Shut up, Christine. But you're like, maybe, oh maybe I don't know. <laughs> I love that energy. Though. There's nothing. Like, first of all, the movie. Excellent. Classic. And just this like being that age and just discovering the yes. stuff and just taking that. And, oh, God, I love it. That's like such a good, oh, good, so good. It's like good sleepover vibes. Like. Oh yeah, like, well, let's that's get... like fun. That chaos, yes. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Like a, yeah. a Ouija board comes out. Someone's mm-hmm. cry- someone's crying. No, it's, yeah. it's me. I'm like, but don't yeah. stop though. <laughs> yeah. Even though your mom was like, don't not your mom. My mom was like, don't you dare. Like, don't you like bring that shit home. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Um. Okay. So sun, moon, rising. You did such a good job explaining those three. So like, one is like, I oh, love this ego. One is super ego. One is id. Mm-hmm. So essentially it's like, one is like, I really like this, like how you present to the world, how you are with yourself and then how you are underneath, like you are subconscious, like your conditioning, your programming. Yeah, exactly. Um, And what about Venus? Can we talk about Venus a little? Of course. Oh yeah. Venus. Love Venus. So Venus is really beautiful because, you know, obviously it plays into the basis of your relationship so how you are in your you know even friendships but like you know romantically and all that kind of stuff but i also think it's a big part of your own self-love too so just how you you know what you need like your your love language even to yourself so like if your self-care like you might see someone doing self-care like spa day and be like ew like no i don't want that but your self-care might be you know, running errands and, and getting things checked off your list and feeling like, okay, I got that stuff done. Or you're, you know, just figuring out what you need to feel taken care of and, you know, love Venus. Cause it's just all those sort of like, you know, those vibes where it's just yeah. like beauty and um, comfort and all those kinds of things. And so it's a really fun placement to read about. I feel like Venus and even Mercury, that's another favorite of mine because Mercury is like, you know, the communication that you have 
with other people and, you know, how you take in information and can be really helpful to, um, you know, figure out how to navigate your days instead of your days too. So. Oh, I love that. I'm seeing, you know, you're teaching me cause I'm still, I'm still a noob here. Um, <laughs> it's fun. There's so I'm on your, like, I'm always learning. Like there's always things that I'm like, it's so deep, at, you know, different points and, and like, um, the self-care thing that just, it's so funny that you said that too. I just read about that, that it's like, yeah. um, I read this week, how, however you prefer to receive love. So like words of the love languages, right? So words yeah. of affirmation, gifts, um, acts of service, affection, or like physical touch, I should say physical yeah. touch, yeah. or is there another one? What am I missing? I know it's, I know I'm trying to remember. I'm so I'm so bad at remembering oh, the exact qual yeah, I think quality, quality time. time. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I just read that this week. They're like, however you like to receive it, like that's that really is how you should be prioritizing your self care. And I was like, oh my God. Again, it's like, duh. But yeah. But never would have. Yeah. Never. I mean, even never. when I read that for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Like, and I was like, oh my God. And I even, some of it like clicked. I'm like, oh, that's why I do this. That's why I gravitate to this, you yeah. know? definitely oh. so can we talk do you have my chart up with you right I now do. i do yes i told jp he's like oh yeah crystal does the charts i'm like yeah we're gonna talk about it tomorrow i'm like oh really <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm such a little i'm a little kid i'm like yeah we're gonna go through my chart that's like the best though i mean god because you just talk i love first of all talking about someone's chart to them because it's just like it's just so like fun. It's yeah. a connection point. And it's just like, it's nice to have that, like up those epiphanies and those little. Yeah. And you've already like blown my mind and we're, we're just like, however many minutes in. <laughs> um, okay. So you're saying with my chart, there's like a lot of water, right? Yes. What, like, what would that mean to somebody who knows so nothing? There, yeah, of course. So there's actually a really good book on this. I think I brought this up last time too. It's, um, um, astrology, psychology, and the elements. And so it basically breaks down this idea that, you know, you can mirror psychology and astrology together. There's, mm -hmm. there's so many connection points between the two. And then I love using the elements too. And they discuss this because it kind of breaks things down into quadrants. So this idea that, you know, fire, earth, water, air, and you can get an idea about why an Aquarius and a Gemini are going to be similar in their air qualities. And then a Scorpio and a Cancer or a Pisces are going to be similar in their water qualities. Mm -hmm. So when somebody has a lot of water in their chart, which let me just say, I also have lots <laughs> of water in my chart, believe it or not, even though I'm a Virgo. So you generally are going to get along with water people. Like you're yeah. going to, you're going to call that in. Like you're going to get a lot of people who are also very sensitive and yeah. water in your chart. It's, intuition it's sensitivity it's empathy it's you know very uh i would say feminine like in mm -hmm. you know in terms of the dichotomy of feminine masculine like mm -hmm. it's a very you know and i think of the high priestess definitely when i think of water my girl yeah exactly angel but yeah so i definitely i really love water because it's just it's one of those uh things in a chart that just indicate that you're here to like heal you're here mm -hmm. like other people and yourself first yourself and then other people mm -hmm. you know and you're here to really um use that intuition to help the world like get healing 
So I see that like your chart, you have the fact that you have Pisces in your 12th house, 12th house is ruled by Pisces. So that's already like magnified, you know, like you're like, that's like strengthening but that, yeah. that point. And then you have your sun, your Jupiter and your Venus and your Mercury all there. Those very powerful personal planets. Like those are like, that's a very, you know, that's a stellium that's sticking. Yeah. If that makes sense because you might have stellium and you might have some planets that aren't you know maybe like uh generational planets like pluto or neptune where it takes much longer for them to work their way around I the chart see. so everybody in let's say you know that you graduated with in your mm -hmm. in your school are going to have the same pluto placements mm -hmm. you know so it's less personal but personal pla placements that move quicker like venus the sun um, and Mercury too, like those are much more personal to you specifically. So the fact that you have that much Pisces in your 12th house, and let me just say the fact that you had an ayahuasca trip that triggered all this, the 12th house rules substances such as drugs, you know, <laughs> anything like that, mind opening, mind bending. Yeah. That's like, you're on your path. Like that's like huge. I really, dude, I, I know, you know, but like, I have to say, like, I so believe it. And I've always, this is how it goes, right? Since you're little, you either know that you think this way, you know, you're a little weird, you know, you're a little different. Yeah. Like I would pray to God when I was like nine years old, eight years old, pray to God that aliens would come abduct me instead, <sighs> instead of like victims yeah. because ready for this? Yeah. Cause I thought in my third grade verbal skills that I would be a perfect liaison to communicate between extraterrestrials and humans i'm like everybody will Incredible. listen to me i like i can do this i can you're like this. i can navigate this that is so like i could like look at your chart right now and go like okay let's leave <laughs> our seventh house like you're gonna go up there and you're gonna like you said liaison like that is so funny and incredible i love that so much it's just I so love, I, little jess i love this whole <laughs> this story so much She's funny. She's a trip. So what, um, okay. So water personal. Okay. So the personal planets, essentially it's the ones that rotate or complete their cycle faster. Right. So exactly. So that's going to be, you know, your Venus, Mercury, obviously your sun and your rising is the most specific because your rising changes. It can change within minutes. So like if your birth time is like 20 minutes off, you could have a different rising mm -hmm. sign. It changes your entire chart. It changes everything. So it's like, your rising is definitely your most personable. Um, Mars too. Mars is a really is a is a personal planet too. That one's, you know, I love Mars too because that's very much your motivation. You know, what drives mm. you, what pushes you. What's my Mars? What's in my Mars? Mars is Sagittarius, and that's fire. And it's in your ninth house too. So ninth house and Sagittarius are very much so philosoph uh, philosophy. Mm. Um travel but like not close travel like far travel mm -hmm. um higher education and you know but big on philosophy like that's yeah. like sagittarius is like you know home so and that's it's so interesting okay so mars and my rising are both um fire and yet yep. i'm just highlighting that because and yet yeah. here we are with like also such a watery chart you know exactly. it's so interesting having that fire and that water together, like that's definitely, cause then that gives you, you know, like you have all that water and that intuition and that feminine and all that kind of stuff. But then the drive, like the fire, mm -hmm. the thing that pushes you and lights you up to help, you know, light up other people too. Let me ask you, I didn't ask you this last time and I didn't, you know, cause like, I didn't think about it at, in depth. Like we're really going in deep now. Oh, yeah. So 
let's say someone has like a similar similar placements as me like they're heavy water with some fire um i don't think i have any air i could be wrong but i don't think i have any air yeah i'm checking now mm -hmm. and Mm, yeah, no, only like your, like it looks like your Chiron, so more like the outer, like the um, asteroids, so mm. no major planets from what I see here, no. So what would that mean, like if if one of the elements, right, is is removed, Yeah. or or we could question, talk about like, yeah. however you want to answer that, or like what do yeah. these, you know, to me water is like you said, like intuition, emotion, yeah. Um, yeah. like your adaptability, your fluidity, yeah. Um, and fire to me is so like self-explanatory, like it's hot, it's aggressive, it's decision-making, it's leadership. But yeah. for people, other people who don't know, and me, like what is air though? And and then like, let's do earth too. Yeah, for sure. So air is going to be more along the lines of, it's a social aspect, I would say, mm. but it's also like, it's a very communicative. So like, I don't know if that's the word I actually meant, I just made that no, up, yeah. but like communicating with others, you know? and even communication because there's intuition like something comes to you right like yeah. it just comes to you and you have that watery intuition but air also has a bit of like ideas just popping mm. there like just constant ideas coming and it's it's um much more cerebral uh, and much more logical like yes that. and you know so gemini um aquarius and um between the three so it's basically going to be that um you know i really when i think of air i think of like a lot of just like quick like very quick witted very like somebody would just be like going with that and libra too i, I skip like right, libra, right, right. but those three signs yeah mm -hmm. and what about earth what what does earth represent for people so earth is very material based so that's going to be you know groundedness and mm -hmm. also practical like it's also a very practical element and um you know logic plays a big part in that too but more in the material world so less you know so cerebral and more just like physical plane mm -hmm. um and so that one you know virgo taurus and capricorn those ones are going to be very um you know grounded and very into like when even when you talk about like capricorn and taurus especially money comes up a lot like that's right. like a big you know even in those in those houses the mm -hmm. houses that they rule um money plays a very big part because money is just it's an energy it's an asset yes. you know it can be used for good it can be used for evil you know however you want to look at it Girl. it's really you know it's a material plane and it's something it's a reality for us like it's something we have to deal with resources you know how we get our resources um yeah an energy i love that you described it that way and money is an energy yeah. um because you know, all of us grow up with different relationships towards money, right? 100%. And when you, I mean, I'm like embarking on this the last two years, so I'm not an expert, but like yeah. from these healers and energy workers I like follow and even like some tarot readers, you know, you, we don't have to be afraid of money and we don't have to be in love with money. We have to just acknowledge it like it's energy and like be mindful that if you are not using it at all yeah. then it's stagnant energy and like yeah. that the best way to utilize the energy is to let it flow definitely that balance that balance between you know not holding on so tight that like you right. never spend it and not being so loose that you just let it spill out right. you know having that balance with it you know that's yeah. definitely that's big that's so beautiful and okay so now with astrology too I 
I am so sorry. Is that wind? I don't know if you can edit that out. <laughs> National Weather Service? I have no idea. I'm so not editing that out. I That was fucking like What are the uh, how many times my I'm like tingling. The universe know, is being no, I, very jolted me out of my seat. Snow squall. I don't know what that is. I've only seen one once. I have learned about it the first time. Literally, I'm in New York City. We're in Italy, and the window's like overlooking um the river, so you could see Jersey. We yeah. all get. I'm on like a work dinner. We all get the squall warning, and we're like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, oh my God, like I'm yeah. like I'm like, oh, they're just making up fucking weather now. Like we have nothing yeah, else to worry about. We're just gonna make yeah. up a new word for weather. No, dude, it's supposed to be like um like intense fog, snow, cloud. Uh like that like boom an instant like hit, yeah. we watched it come from hoboken over the river to oh manhattan you we i'm um, getting chills like watching yeah. it was like you know certain weather patterns or clouds are yeah. when or like if anyone's ever seen like a cyclone off of yes. the south shore yes. when you see these things happening in real time not on your phone not on a reel you're like whoa we are nothing yeah like it is a, it's so... a yeah, it, it, it shakes you. Like, it's just like, this is like, could take me out. The power, the <laughs> yeah. sheer power that this world. Yeah. Wow. And you, was- you're supposed to get off the road if you get that squall warning. It's like, pull pull over now. Like, it's going to drop. And it's it's quick. It's like, comes through like a microburst. But it's not, wow. it's not, um you know, it's not spinning. The air isn't spinning like it does in a microburst. That is crazy. That's crazy. Man. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So um, we're just waiting on that squall to come through for Crystal. And um... And my window's open. (laughs) Let's see what happens. So we were just talking about like the the elements, right? And what each represent. And that's so, um, I I think at the very basic level, understanding elements, earth, air, fire, water that's scientific that's something that people can ground in right you can you can digest that like okay i'm a pisces i'm a water sign got it that explains why i'm so xyz even like on this very basic yeah yeah um but these um elements you know i know this episode's not really about tarot but the elements show up in our tarot decks too right definitely yep yeah there's the pentacles the earth um and you know that really if you even think it's a you know it's a money like it's a little yes. it's a coin like it really is you know and yeah. then you got um arrows for air yeah and then you know obviously there's different um, yes. tarot too, so yeah. you can have like the wildwood tarot and like they have different things for right. those stones, i think but then you know all those sort of things you know you got wands for fire right and you know it that also makes sense like when you think about like it's also it's funny because they also say like it's phallic looking so it's like oh yes the drive you know all those sort of things and cups for water and cups for water yeah yeah i love it so that's been like that's been you know that's where like my brain's at lately i'm like diving deep into tarot didn't you say that like the um so the elements, you know, match up with the suits in the minor arcana. And and this will lead us into fate versus free will, right? Yeah. And how, like, astrology is this map. Your yeah. chart is a map. But, like you said, it's not a death sentence, right? We yeah. have free will no matter what. Exactly. And tarot mirrors that. 
in that the minor arcana, the suits, right? The elements, that's our, we have that free will. We have the decision to make a decision. We just have yeah, the decision. Exactly. No, you're so right. That's exactly it. Like when I think of pulling a card, like I think of pulling a tarot card, it's like this idea that your decision is going to change your fate. So like, let's yes. say you ask tarot, you're like, what happens if I take this job? And mm -hmm. they might lay it out for you, you know, or not might, they, you know, they lay it out for you. And it's a matter of, these are the sort of energies that you can, you know, you're going to bring into your life. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing could be said, like, if you're like, okay, well, you know, th those don't, don't feel good. Like it, it helps you kind of, Ooh. I really love tarot too, because there's the actual, you know, definition of each card, the breakdown, there are cards that are represented actually by, in the major arcana, by the signs themselves, like the astrology signs. And so it really, it helps to kind of show you, you know, the energies that are coming in, but there's also the very intuitive side of reading tarot. So there's looking at the depiction, like the card mm -hmm. itself, the artwork in the card, there's different decks you can use. And just having that, um, you know, intuition of looking at a card and thinking, how does this make me feel? Like, because you could have a death card and it could bring a really good feeling. It doesn't have to bring, uh, you Girl. know, a demise. It doesn't have to bring, it could be the ending of something that you've yes. been needing the ending of. Yes. So, I, um, the death card, the devil card tower used to rock me. Mm -hmm. If, if I was, and I really generally only read for myself. Sometimes I'll read for a friend, but like, yeah. you know, I get nervous. I'm like, I don't want to like, you never want to fuck up someone's day. Right. I know it's hard with tarot because there can be touchy yeah. subjects. And it's, up. it's all Here about you. like trusting that intuition of like, what do these cards represent? And what does the artwork make? How does the artwork make you feel? But also like, what are you knowing in your body or your clairs? However you read, I, I read with like, I listen to my solar plexus essentially, or if I get tingles in my yeah. head, but, um, like I, this is because I was brought up Catholic, but I was afraid of the devil was like, I could not even until yeah. like a year ago, two years ago, my siblings know as grown adults, I'm like, do not fucking say that word. If it is sunset or past, like we are not, we are yeah. not talking about this, not a ghost, not a being, not a, and they all know the rules in here too. Like yeah. I was taught very early yeah. on how to bless a home and how to cast that shit out. And I'm like, we're not talking That's about important. it. Yeah, that is important. But now I like look at now I look at the devil card and I'm like, this is like a gift. Yeah. This is showing you like what's holding you back. What yeah, is tempt you what's you. tempting you? And to me, mm -hmm. tempt is like, what is your unmet want? Yes. What are you what void are you filling? With what? And what could you know, how how could you explore that? You're yes. so right. Yes. Yeah. And just like this, see like this this is alchemizing. Mm -hmm. this yeah. is like what are you afraid of what is it what do you think it means go in and explore it like does that devil card does not mean satan it does not mean evil it yeah. if you shift that perspective there's so much freedom and like liberation to learn like i have like flutters talking about this because it's like yeah this is yeah. it doesn't like uh astrology doesn't have to be a death sentence these ca mm -hmm. the cards in tarot don't have to be either like we are 100 yeah it doesn't have to be like you know what people might think of good versus evil like yeah. it's it's so much more nuanced than that and it's you know it, it's everything is an opportunity mm. everything really is you know yeah make a decision and to you know choose your path so choosing your path really like the hero's journey right yeah yeah. And it's just a series of cycles of the hero's journey. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm learning the hard way. I was like, I'm going to go drink ayahuasca and then everything's going to, I'm going to be healed and yeah. we'll be good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're so cute. That's not it. That's the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, you open Pandora's box. That's it. You literally you, opened a portal. You yep. just like made a map. Like I opened a portal. I just texted Cheryl, my sister and Penny this week. And I was like, something has happened because now I'm meditating. And this always when I meditate, like certain family who have passed will like pop up or yeah. certain um this is a beautiful thing but like certain traumas will pop up even yeah and i used to like swat it right yeah and now i don't yeah. swat it now i'm like this is coming up for a reason let's go yeah. through this let's walk through this but now this week my yeah. my like a distant cousin's dad recently passed and like he's he was close with my dad and and aunt, yeah. aunt patty um but like i haven't been close with him since i was like a little kid I'm, med yeah. I'm in like the ultimate meditative state the other night bliss tell me why this man with his bearded face swoops it felt like this swoops in from the wow. left side my my third eye is like a little bit off center here from when i fell swoops yeah. in to my left yeah. side i jolt out of the meditation i was like uncle tom you cannot do that just coming in like hot like coming no. in hot with yeah. his long ass beard i'm like bro totally get God. it totally get it you want me to tell you coming for a reason, yep yeah. and i will but like can we please be like a little more respectful with how we're coming in it was i think that's important that the fact that you brought that up that setting boundaries you when have you, to when you explore that space like with you know people have passed like mm -hmm. in that you know other realm it's like it's important to yeah. set that to set that boundary say you know for people you don't know who you don't want in your space being like nah -uh, don't want you in my space and the people who you do want in your space but you want to set a boundary mm -hmm. spiritual boundaries that's very important yeah and it's and that that comes into the free will too we yeah. have the power like we truly hold the power we don't think we do because of hollywood yeah, yeah. and like yeah. certain like twists that religions have made but like yes. we yeah. we do hold the power and 100 and they do have to adhere yeah. um that's exactly it. Because when it starts to feel like, because I've had moments like that in my life, but I feel like this is a very Scorpio Moon conversation too. With <laughs> of like entities and boundaries, and but it's true. Like I, I was just talking my my uh, to Nick, my boyfriend, about this, where I was like, when I was a kid, I always like I would sleep under the covers. Yeah. I, I didn't care how high I was. I care, you know, it was just like I felt like there were energies and entities around me, a presence I couldn't put my finger on. And I felt safer under my covers. And so it's just funny thinking back to being a kid and doing that and then growing up and being like, you know, you can just, you can set that boundary. Like you could be like, yeah. hey, like I need my space. Like I need, yeah. you know, don't enter my dreams tonight. Don't, you know, I mm -hmm. don't want to, you know, I love you, you know, even if it's like a past, you know, whoever, but I need a moment to, you know. Mm -hmm. Even like, um, even saying, you know, we all, I do want to like disclaimer this like i firmly believe that we all have the ability mm -hmm. and we can all and we all have clear senses just like we have these like 3d okay. senses we have these like energetic senses mm -hmm. um and we have that power to, to to tell them to communicate with them it doesn't have to be them right it could be whatever it is that you believe in or whatever it is that you're experiencing you yeah, can set yeah. parameters around how you want to communicate or be communicated with like i have a very strict rule like do not show me nothing yeah yeah because i'll lose it 
but that's yeah. it's hard because I'm so visual yeah so like yeah. I see like sparkling lights a lot I see orbs a lot there was like a flash in my mirror where my altar is in my living room the other night and I like froze and I was like it doesn't feel bad but it just scared me because it was sudden and I was like we yeah. can't, can't do that either this, this week is like Startling. out of control yeah yeah, yeah. just everyone's popping off <laughs> I don't know how we got here what what is your like what's your hot take on fate versus free will and like what even is is there fate and like what is that yeah I mean, I really think that this idea of fate and free will, first of all, for me, and this might just be because I'm a new parent, but like it brings up the whole nature nurture thing for me. Mm. So it's this idea that, you know, not exactly, but meaning, you know, when you think about how a child is raised and what they come to be as an adult, their personality, it's a balance, you know, it's a balance of nature and nurture. There are things that they're born with, there are gifts that they're born with, mm -hmm. there, you know, there are traits that they're born with, genetics, everything. And then there is the environment they grow up in, the people they grow up around and all those sort of things. And I think it's very similar where I think we, you know, I think we have a purpose. I believe heavily that we each individually have a purpose and that we're, you know, we chose this life. We chose these parents. We chose the this place and these mm -hmm. people. And as far as fate, I think it's a matter of just, you know, knowing your path. And then you ultimately get to make the decision. Like, do you, you know, follow that, what pulls you? Are you following what calls you? Are you listening to your intuition? And, you know, that's your free will and your decision to do that. But I think there is a sense of deep fulfillment when you, you look to your fate and when you look to your purpose and you make a, an intentional effort to follow that path yeah. and to navigate it and use tools, whatever that means, whatever you feel called yeah. to, to get there. I love that. And I, I do really appreciate you using the word tools and how from the top you've said astrology is just a tool of self-exploration and understanding ourselves yeah. better and like mapping out what decisions we could make around our self-development, personal development. I, I believe the same thing with tarot or tarot. However, everybody says it different, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like whatever. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, he also went to Rhythmia. Yeah. Um, he reads cards. He, he's a stay at home dad. He reads cards and yeah. he has read me before. And actually I've read him before. Like he would him, Penny, Cheryl, what, yeah. some of the first people that I was like, I'm like, I could read for them. They're not going to, be like you suck you know yeah no definitely and um I had said something about reading to him and he was yeah. like it's not the cards it's you mm -hmm. and I was like what dude yeah wait what yeah <laughs> but yeah. like it makes it's he's like the cards are just a tool for you to go in and like pull out what you think or like what you know really to it be pulls true. out, yeah, it's, intuition, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's a practice exercise for your intuition, for sure. Yep, yep. And I love I, it. I, I love that. If I, if Tarot were a dude, I'd kiss it on the mouth. <laughs> straight on the mouth. Right, it's straight up. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful practice. Those... It, it really is. Like, just that, I love, I'm, this is very, very um, I love a structure. Yeah. I love I love when you take things like this. It's very spiritual and fluid mm -hmm. and 
that you're able to have that balance of the fluid and of the intuition and make you symbology and you know structure to put it into your life to make yes. it practical to you know exercise it and well you when you do that my belief is when you give it the structure and you yeah. allow or you allow it the structure in your life as a tool yeah you are empowering it even more because yeah. now it has a job it, it you gave it a purpose right you gave it a house yes. You're like, this is what you're going to use it for. Whereas like, and I'll be the first one to say it. Like I, there was like a time period where I was like, friends were like, you're so, you know, woo woo. How do you, how are you not like into horoscopes and astrology? And and I would say, I'd be like, there is no science. I am not, I don't even want to like entertain this conversation. Like, so, and I like look at myself, I'm like, oh girl, oh goodness. But like, (laughs) that's where she, you know, that's where I was at that time. But now it's like. I didn't, I didn't put a structure on it. I didn't give it any context. Yeah. And the second I did every, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Even if it's like, you don't have to read it. Like it's an encyclopedia, your chart. Yeah. No, you can like even, you know, a litmus test for like what's resonating, like what words or descriptors resonate. That's a a great entry point. I love that. That's a really good point. Like using it to filter out and like to really figure out what you're called to what you're what you're being pulled to focus on right now yeah yeah what um are there anything is there anything in your chart that like you find like super fascinating i'm sure there's like a bunch right i mean yeah i I love the scorpio placements in my chart that's Mm -hmm. one thing that i when yeah exactly it's like that is um you know when i was first into astrology and I'm like, Oh, I'm a Virgo. You know, that, that was kind of like, mm-hmm. and it's tough because you read about Virgo and it's like, they're critical and they're judgmental <laughs> and all. And I'm like, Oh my God, am I like that? Like, I don't, you know, I don't try to be at all. And so I'm like going through it. And then when I figured out that I'm a Libra rising and that, you know, I have more Scorpio energy, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this makes more sense to me because you know, my, first of all, my son is in my 12th house. So what that means is basically it's way more hidden than it might be for somebody whose son is in their first house you also actually your son is also in your 12th house so like interesting meaning that ego isn't so forefront right so like the way that we might react isn't as ego based and that's kind of the energy that you get from it it's more hidden it's more repressed and you know almost and almost to a disservice to myself because you know sometimes it's important that i pull out my virgo qualities you know, for different reasons, whether that's like being like setting boundaries, or sometimes I need to be like, I'm not very good at making decisions. And being critical helps me make decisions. So but I would say yeah, the Scorpio in my chart is definitely what I usually fall, feel most called to because I have um, a stellium there. So it's a big part of my personality. So that depth and the darkness and yeah. the shadow and, you know, uncovering all that. Oh, I love it. I just want to swim in that house. I hear you. That is like it's the coolest. Such a good, such a good energy because it's so interesting. There's so much to yeah. uncover. It's Ugh. all hidden. All the you know, a lot of spirituality and it's all the juicy. Cult. It's all yeah. It's all juicy. Juicy. I love that. I love yeah. that. I yeah, love. And whenever I think of Scorpio, this is a little off topic, but I think of like like sex magic and yes. like all that kind of like yes that realm, which I really you know. I know I asked you to do another podcast, like on a break for like another topic, but like we could even do literally like 
tam- tantric. You know, that, would it, be, that would be fun. Because, like, fascinating. Yeah. It's, like, so essentially, much. for anyone who doesn't know, like, essentially one part of it, right, is, like, breath work during intimacy and how that can breed this, like, altered state of, like, spiritual connectedness, consciousness expanding while, like, bonding you and your partner. Definitely. Dude. And it really is incredible. And then even even self, like, even, like, you know, doing any sort of, like, sexual things with yourself and yeah. manifesting, like, that's, like, love that, too. Or with a partner. But, like, just this yeah. idea of, like, the power, the creativity that comes from sexuality. And for, yeah, and, like, you know, we won't go in deep, but, like, for anyone who doesn't, can't, like, connect those two, it took me a little while, too, and I was like, I don't understand, like, how can, how could an orgasm, like, help manifest? Because in my brain, I was like, it it seems, like, counterintuitive, where you're, like, focus on this, but then also manifesting, like, what you want, but if you think about it, like, when you're being intimate with someone, right, if I, in an ideal situation, (laughs) um, you are, you are in like this meditative flow, Mm -hmm. this flow state. And that really is where magic, and I'm using that term like loosely, you know, exactly. Yeah. but like, there's something there to that state of being. Yeah. Different part of your brain, different, you know, so interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have a very special date coming up. Yes. Can we talk about it? Oh yeah. Yes, we can. You got There's any you got anything first. juicy for me? Let's see. I mean, <laughs> I would say that like, oh God, it's a lot. Like I've I've seen I've seen things about it where, you know, they talk about God, the US, like the way that things are going. Like that it, you know, it could be a really big part of that too, just like the systems that are in place, changing right. these systems that are in place. You know, there's the tie into there's this new what is it Web three? I've you know I don't know if you've heard of that where it's like I don't know the the metaverse or something oh. not not related to Facebook necessarily, right. but this idea of unrelated to that more toxic realm of things, but like the shift into personal power, taking power oh. back, creating. Um, you know, when people individually find their purpose and they live it out amongst each other almost communal you know communal Mm -hmm. in a way this idea of getting together with a community of people like-minded people and growing something from it and really just following your purpose with it that's something that i feel like keeps coming up a lot i love that and for anyone who doesn't know the special day is february 22nd 2022 yes um that two 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 it's just so (laughs) i love an angel number i really do yeah it really, it is like, I love that too. Cause it's like, when it comes up, you're just like, yeah. okay, check. Like, yes. it's just really, really, it's, uh, secures that. You get like a little rush. Like, um, yeah. you know, when, like, when you were signed on to aim and yeah. like your, your yeah. crush would sign on and like the door opening conditions you to like that, like, yeah. like Pavlov, like, yeah. really cool, like, <laughs> you're, you're like, oh yeah, they're on. You're like, oh my God, it's happening. It's like, like, yes. But like, I feel like when I see angel numbers, that's, it's like the equivalent of like the AOL door open. I'm like, oh my God, yes. That's like the perfect, perfect connection point to make those two. That is like visceral. I feel that. That is so good. Um, all right, Crystal. So how, um, if people wanted to work with you, 
um, either through your graphic design or astrology, you know, knowledge, how can people find you? Um, what services are you offering right now? Um, and plug anything you want. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I have one central website as of right now I have, I'm working on a couple of others too, just to kind of uh, keep my diversified, the things that I do separate, but crystalyabor.co. So that's my, that's my basis. And so if you go on crystalyabor.co slash, um, socials that will have my astrology readings so i do you know just basic astrology readings i do the whole natal chart um i break it down for you but one thing that i really focus on when i do somebody's natal chart is their patterning so i'll kind of look in to see you know where their patternings are and then from there i will break down for them like okay if you feel like you have a tendency towards this this is the self like this is what you can do to try to alleviate some of that Mm. um and also like what to focus on so like oh this is a very powerful powerful part of your personality this is something you can focus on and so that's for my astrology readings um and i also have uh you know a free consultation for graphic design website design um on my website as well and yeah i'm always you know i'm always trying to find trying to find ways to talk about it more post about it more and um, I actually have a business called Elemental Creatives that is kind of on the back burner, but that's where I do most of my astrology work. So I'll do, you know, full moon um, intentions and rituals. Oh, and Love it. So, yeah. Oh, you're an angel. You're an angel. This has been such a beautiful conversation. Always love talking to you. I know. We're just so in it. It's, it feels so I know. good. I know. I feel like we bounce off each other. Like, yeah just crazy i love it i was so tired all day too and then like the second you were like i'm ready i was like alive i'm like okay here here we go i feel that that. um well thank you so much and um we have to do this again of course thank you and we definitely will we definitely will there's so much more to delve into okay thank you so much crystal hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in learning more about what I do or working with me, book a first time free consult at www.jessicaposilico.com or visit me on Instagram at jessica underscore posilico. Keep on flowing and growing friends. Thanks.